Today, the same government that tells you to follow the science suddenly does not want to follow their own science. Also, Republicans elect Elise Stefanik to GOP leadership after Liz Cheney's oust. We've got a lot coming up this Friday, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Friday. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Today joined, it's going to be I don't mean to brag, but it's kind of going to be an epic show because we've got uh, two powerhouses here. We've got John Doyle uh, over here. I, political commentator John Doyle. Yes. I know we've had this discussion. Do, don't say YouTube host. Okay, that's very rude. He is a political commentator, and his name is John Doyle, and you cannot find him on Twitter because he's been banned. True. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being Just here. Just banned on Twitter is good as <laughs> yeah. the lower third. You know? It really is. Yeah. Uh, also, Dave Rubin is in the house, host of The Rubin Report. YouTuber. Um, YouTuber. YouTube host, Fine. you know. It's it's no big deal. He's just a YouTube host. Yeah. So <laughs> it's good to have now both I of you. Now I look like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I set it up that way, John. It's payback for all the times you, you know this guy. This guy. This guy, the first time he comes on my show, he immediately insults me. That's not and true. And I loved it. I had him back. Had him. <laughs> what, what did you do? What did you do? It was great. When you're a star, they let you do it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they just let you do it. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go over the headlines of the day. So, um, obviously, yesterday we talked on the show about how the CDC suddenly, what was it, back in March, March 29th, the end of March, not that long ago, they were they were saying, oh, we don't, this, is, this still could get worse. We're not sure. Um, all the forecasts were pretty grim. And then all of a sudden they changed course and said, oh, by the way, you don't have to wear masks anywhere as long as you're fully vaccinated. Um, so changing course very quickly. So we talked about that yesterday. Now today the headlines are uh, Governor Cuomo declares New York is not ready to follow the science and implement the new CDC mask guidelines uh, along with what is it, L.A.? Isn't yeah. it L.A. Oh, yeah. County? Yeah, doing it too, yeah. And so they're also not ready to follow the science, which we are told we need to actually live and die by. Um, by the way, only government science, not any other scientist who's ever lived or has all of the same credentials. And uh, now Governor Cuomo, he is not sold on the recommendation and um, that they would be reviewing it. He says, in New York, we have always relied on the facts and the science to guide us throughout the worst of this pandemic and in our successful reopening. We have received the newly revised guidance from the CDC regarding mask wearing and social distancing for those with vaccinations and are reviewing them in consultation with Dr. Zucker and our partners and health experts in surrounding states. Um, it's interesting because I feel like they really have radicalized these people to make yes. them so fearful of anyone taking off masks. And now they're kind of paying the price for that because the CDC is dropping it. And these people, I think, know once you let a bunch of uh, you know citizens run around with no masks, it's going to make all of these radicalists very uncomfortable. You can't just let citizens run around free in a free country. Free they could oxygen? get stuff on their hands. <laughs> they could break something. I mean, anything could happen. Well, first off, let me be very clear. I am not a scientist. I believe that's the technical term. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a regular person. But these people are all ridiculous. They really are all ridiculous. Cuomo at this point should be in jail probably for, for several things. Uh, at, at the very least for sending all of those elderly people back into the homes. You know, the sexual accusations and all that, I would prefer. I See, I'm not someone that believes all women. I think you've got to believe evidence. Right. So I, I don't even think we have to talk about that part. But 
they are criminals at this point. They have destroyed the lives of literally millions of people. They have, you know, people that had dreams of opening a restaurant or opening a, a t-shirt company or what, whatever the hell it is that you want to do on this earth. They have destroyed these people's lives with no remorse. I mean, Cuomo, Cuomo is a psychopath in a certain extent because you can see he has no remorse. Mm -hmm. Like you would be, you should feel bad about what you had to do. But, it, but with him, it's more like every time he gets to do something, it's like you see how important I am. And also on the fi follow the science thing well if we're told that we're supposed to follow science which none of this has anything to do with science <laughs> and lockdowns had nothing to do with science otherwise we'd all be dead we're in texas right now yeah. wouldn't shouldn't we be dead yes are you should. alive yeah uh, mm, yes i think so alive okay so if, <laughs> if we're all alive then something went wacky with the science but if you're following the science now he's saying okay we're following the science but ah, they're saying open up and not really into that because we haven't done enough damage yet to everybody so we're not going to follow the science it's like none of this makes sense and the last thing I'll say is, it's by design. Mm -hmm. They want to make us all crazy. And by the way, they've done a pretty good job of it. Yeah, they really have. People are in like a personal state of just propaganda now, just like forever. And I told this story uh, when I was on Elijah's show with Dave, and I'll tell it again. It reminds me of this uh, guy who had property that was bordering Area 51 or something. And he got curious as to what was going on over there. And he thought it was like, you know, some Air Force stuff or whatever. So they actually sent agents to his house and said, hey, you know, we're going to let you know what's going on because he had been like looking and stuff. And they told him it was like UFO technology or something. And so we just believed that for decades. And so after one of the agents who was on his case retired, he took him out to dinner and was like, by the way, that wasn't UFOs. That was, you know, we we're doing stuff with advanced aerial weaponry or whatever. And the guy leaned in and said, it's okay. I know that it was actually <laughs> UFOs because he was so entrenched in that his yeah. reality couldn't be changed mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. And it's like now, you know, the CDC might say this, and uh, the population is still. Well, I'm not gonna not take the, or I'm not gonna take the mask off because I might be confused as a Republican or I might be confused as a science denier, and I don't want to do that. Well, okay, so you bring up a very interesting point because that is uh, a, a lot of people on the left are saying, well, I, we could be identifying Republicans and crazy anti-vaxxers by the people who were not wearing their masks. And now we can't do that anymore, including Dave, I saw you tweet this out earlier, including Rachel Maddow, good friend of the program, Rachel Maddow. Love that chick. Um, was, uh, she started talking, what was this, yesterday? She started talking on her program about how, um, you know, we just, we gotta be careful and really just kind of rewire the way that we think about these people who are breathing fresh air. Watch. It is an amazing thing. I mean, I will just tell you at a personal level, I'm sorry for speaking of all that in such personal terms with, the, with Dr. Walensky, but when I was talking to people today about this new guidance and what to ask her, everybody had very personal feelings about it and I realized I did too in all these questions. Part of it is that I feel like I'm gonna have to rewire myself so that when I see somebody out in the world who's not wearing a mask, I don't instantly think you are a threat <laughs> or you are selfish or you are a COVID denier and you definitely haven't been vaccinated. I mean, we're going to have to rewire the way that we look at each other because the CDC's guidance, which she just told me, we are sure, is that if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask except in very specific circumstances. And so that means as we change that as a country, we are going to look at each other differently and have to unwire our preconceptions about what a mask or a lack of a mask means.
Dave, your comments? That woman should be in a mental hospital. <laughs> she has a severe mental condition based in, I don't want to, I'm not a clinician either, but you know, some sort of level of paranoia coupled with like just deranged leftism and horrific judgment. It's like, fine God, lady. I mean that like, <laughs> I'm only sort of kidding because what she's really saying there is they told us all of this stuff and we did all of this stuff. And when I did all of this stuff, it made me look at people and think that they were evil and broken and wanted to kill grandma. And now they're saying different stuff and I have to it's like she's crazy they are crazy people and they sh we should be treating them as crazy people I'm not when I see someone walking without a mask I'm like there's a human being yeah. and you know what you know what they do sometimes if you walk by somebody subtle nod they might yep. nod at you yeah. they might <laughs> make eye contact with yeah. you, they might smile at you. Occasionally, they'll high five you. You never know what's gonna <laughs> happen. But when I see someone walking with a mask at this point outdoors, I'm looking at them and going, you're a crazy person. So that's like where we don't wanna get caught in our complete bubble there because I don't wanna be thinking that they're all crazy. But at this point, if, if we are to believe the science and the CDC, then technically, if you're walking around with a mask on outdoors while vaccinated, you actually are the anti-vaxxer. You are the mm. anti-science person. But Rachel Maddow should be examined. I mean, this, is, this woman has gotten everything wrong forever. Russia hoax, Russia hoax, Ukraine, Trump had lunch with someone on the Upper East Side. Like, she's bananas yeah. and she is put on that channel every night and fortunately no one watches it so that's nice <laughs> well i okay so i think that you know you're right i mean we'll look at someone who's wearing a mask by themselves in their car or outdoors and you're like what are you doing <laughs> but at the end of the day i do think that there is a huge difference there's a stark contrast when you look at um really at the end of the day we're like honestly i don't really care if you wear a mask or not i just want you to leave me alone right whereas the other side they're not, they are not okay with you making that decision for yourself. They are not okay with you having bodily autonomy. And I do think that that is an interesting... What happened to my body, my choice? That's their line, not our right, line. Right, And they don't mean it, actually. Yeah, yeah. They, well, that only comes uh, to play for them when there actually literally is another body. <laughs> when there's another <laughs> body in them. your body. Right. Right, 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 Yeah, John. They're anxious now because they're, like, staring into the abyss, and the government is going to take away their ability to immediately identify who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. And so if I put on the mask, I'm a good mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. I can signal my virtue to you, and right. I can look at the people without the mask and be like, well, I'm better than you because you're killing grandma. You're selfish. Mm -hmm. And now that's being taken away from them, and so they're going to have to take responsibility for actually engaging with people and identifying who's of character and of morality and who's not, and they're just not ready to do that. Now, I think a lot of people are happy with the idea that a lot of states are going to be easing their restrictions now. A lot of businesses will be easing their restrictions now because of the new CDC guidance, but um, tell me, maybe I'm just the cynical one here, okay, but I look at this and I look at Joe Biden saying, uh, well, those who have been fully vaccinated have earned the right to take their masks off. And I hear this language that they're using. You have the privilege now to take your mask off. And I feel like um, this actually is not the end because they are setting this up to be a vaccine passport type country um, where, you know, they're creating second class citizens. If you do not take the government injection, am I, is that just me just being crazy? No, okay. I agree with everything you just said there. Okay. I think that's fairly obvious. If you think that we're at the end of this thing, no, we're at the beginning of this thing. Yeah. A test was run. Like, I don't think this is like crazy conspiracy theory stuff. Something happened. That's not to say COVID was not real. Of right. course, COVID was real. My sister had it actually a couple of weeks ago and you're not gonna believe this. Three days later, she was better and her two kids got it, to toddlers, you know, six and two. They got it, sick for three days. Everybody's better. Her husband, they live in a tiny house. He didn't even get it. Yeah. But the idea that we shut down the world over this 
that has nothing to do with COVID. These lockdowns have nothing to do with COVID. It was, could we let petty tyrants like Cuomo and Gavin Newsom in, in California, how far could they push us and how quickly would we fold? And it's not that we fell, folded. It's actually like that we were a paper bag that they dropped in water and we just completely disintegrated. Yeah. We, we had almost no pushback. I actually regret, if I have one regret in this whole thing, is that remember those first two weeks, you know, two weeks to flatten mm -hmm. the curve. And mm -hmm. I had a couple virologists on the show and doctors that I thought were trusted people. And in retrospect, it was all nonsense. It was absolute all nonsense as they were telling me, you do have to put gloves on when you go to the supermarket. And by the way, we all did all that stuff. So when they try to rewrite history that somehow, if everyone would have done everything at the beginning, this would have never happened, we all did it. Yeah. I was wearing a mask, freaking gloves, we're w wiping down and spraying my vegetables when we come home. I'm probably gonna die of some other disease because <laughs> of you spraying toxic stuff Clorox. on my, yeah. You're not supposed to spray Clorox on your broccoli. And it, it, it tastes weird. But yes, I, I don't think any of that is a conspiracy theory. Like, wake up people, because we're running out of time. Yeah, really. John, your thoughts? Speaking of, yeah, trusting the science, it was actually like a right-wing position to be skeptical of COVID when it first happened. Like you talked to your audience about it. I talked to my audience about it. Tucker Carlson was even taking it seriously and we were all doing the precautions. And then once it turned out that it was like basically nothing, then we were like, wait a minute, we should probably uh, start to actually look at this more, more realistically. And the, at the time the left was saying, well, Trump is using this to incite chaos before his election and he's going to try to steal it and stuff like that. It turned out to just be not true. And so we actually were on the side of science the whole time. And as someone who's very pro-science, I of course have the Bill Nye chest tattoo and everything which you can't see right now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they, they've totally betrayed that allegiance. Yeah. Uh, all right. We have gotten more to come, uh, including Republicans electing Elise Stefanik to GOP leadership after uh, they ousted Liz Cheney earlier this week. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bonner Wines. So um, did, have you had Bonner Wines? I have had Bonner Wines. Bonner and wines I'll tell you, you drink a nice. nice Malbec, which is rich and has resveratrol. Yes, in it, it does. With a nice steak. You'll enjoy it. That's what, okay, so I tell my audience, it's for the people who maybe they have a spouse who's like, you need to be more healthy. And I'm like, here's how you can have your booze <laughs> and also be more healthy. Yeah. Because with this, these specific grapes that are grown uh, at the heights, at the it's like 9,000 feet that they're grown at, uh, it also comes, as Dave pointed out, resveratrol that uh, contains 10 times the levels of that. And it pops up all the time in longevity, heart health, brain health. Um, they have 90% less sugar, these wines, fewer chemicals, fewer additives. Take it from the conservative hippie. Okay, this is the wine that you can drink and say, I'm doing it for my health, all right? Back off. Also, it tastes delicious with a nice steak, but you gotta cook the steak medium rare. That's the deal. Uh, today, the guys at cowgirlwine2021.com are giving you 50% off of their best Malbecs. You're also gonna get 50% off of shipping. Um, Father's Day is around the corner. Just like to point that out if you wanna get your dad a nice wine, go to cowgirlwine2021.com today. That is cowgirlwine2021.com. House Republicans voted today to make Representative Elise Stefanik, this is a representative from New York, uh, the new GOP, GOP conference chair. This is, of course, the third highest position in Republican leadership. Uh, and after all of the chaos surrounding voting Liz Cheney out of the position, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's been an interesting week for GOP leadership because we had that happen with Liz Cheney. And we know, you know, Republicans were not happy with her 
comments about what happened on January 6th and um, how she said that Trump was responsible for it. She did make inflammatory comments at the time and then doubled down on them uh, on her way out, I guess, as a, you know, F you to everyone and said, I will do everything in my power to make sure that that man never sees office again. So I'm not sure if you were looking for a lesson to be learned, that there were any lessons to be learned there. Um, But we had that happen. Then we had all of these uh, former or current Republican leaders saying, we're going to leave the party if you guys don't go back to conservative principles, which is like Evan McMullen and Bill Weld, which I was like, Bye, I guess. I, I mean, didn't even think Bill Weld was a Republican, actually. I, I didn't. He, so didn't he run for VP as a as a libertarian? libertarian yeah. Yes, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not sure that like you're the one to talk about conservative principles, but um, not quite the threat I think that they thought it was. And now, of course, after all of that, uh, Representative Elise Stefanik is now um, the the new GOP conference chair. This was a win over Chip Roy, and it was not close. It was 134 to 46 was the vote over Representative Chip Roy of Texas. Um, She was endorsed by former President Trump, and that was the way that it went. Now, um, I know there are a lot of, like, we love Trump here. I got it. So I don't want to piss anyone off in the audience, but it is interesting because um, she's really not that conservative. If you look at her, her history, if you look at her track record and Chip Roy is, however, Chip Roy did make comments. I think that that made the president angry regarding January 6th. And now he is to pay the price for it. Was this the right call by by uh, the GOP? Well, first off, on those hundred Republicans that signed this letter, nobody cares about these people. <laughs> I mean, this is a list. If you look at the list, it's a list of like, you, it, the more you read down the list, you're like, care less about him, less about him. Like, <laughs> I don't know if they intentionally did it in an order of who you would care less about. But, by the end, those, you're like, who? And what, what conservative <laughs> principle? I mean, I'm kind of new to this side of the aisle. So for me, it's like when I see these losers who've never accomplished anything leaving, it's like, great, get out of here. What do, why would I want to be with you guys? So that that's one thing. On the, the Liz Cheney thing, I mean, look, Liz Cheney, who likes Liz Cheney right now? The mainstream media loves Liz Cheney. She's fist bumping Joe Biden. Who loves Liz Cheney? CNN Mm -hmm. loves Liz Cheney. MSNBC loves Liz Cheney. So what does that tell you? That tells you she's their kind of Republican, meaning she will never get anything done, although she'll be for wars, and and that that is perfect for them. She will somehow pretend she's holier than thou, and she won't say mean things like Orange Man, but she will never actually accomplish anything. She will never stand for any conservative principle. So, look, the the conservatives have to figure out which way they want to go here. But 75 million people voted for Donald Trump. And that's more than anyone ever voted for anyone except for the 82 the million. The most popular there. president. The greatest man yes. ever who doesn't have dementia, obviously. No. Um, so it seems to me that that would be the direction that the future of the party would go in. Whether Trump is a real piece of that or the leader of it is a separate thing. Um, but that's where you go. You go to, oh, my God, we got the second most votes ever and the most that a Republican ever got instead of going to Liz Cheney so she can be pet on the head and fed doggy treats by <laughs> Rachel Maddow, you know? Yeah, John? Yeah, the left and, and the media are trying to retain some credibility by saying, well, we don't have a problem with, with the right. It, it was just Trump. It was just Trump. But we like these Republicans. These are people who are respectable, and it's because they know that Republicans or those strain of Republicans are just losers. They don't mm-hmm. do anything. They basically exist to soak up money from the hope of the American people and then just accomplish absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And by 
by the way, they do this with everyone, right? So they love Mitt Romney now, right? right? Because he's right. become an irrelevant pet Republican who they can get to do their bidding, but they used to hate him. Who do they also love? They love George W. Bush now because he's kind <laughs> of against Trump. They used to, he was the old Hitler. He was the original Hitler. Yeah, we're not all the old original, enough to original. remember that. Right. Well, so, maybe not you. But, that, but, but that's the point. It's like, this is what they always do. They pick some neutered loser to make them the hero to push average decent conservatives to be like, oh, I like that neutered loser. And then the, the people that are actually fighting are called white supremacists and racists. And right, else. right. Which is just uh, enabled by the GOP leadership who's going around saying, oh, yes, Trump, yeah, Trump really is. He's created extremists. Yeah. That's what I read in that letter, too. That I, I went to Trump rallies. I met the happiest, party. most decent group of people I've ever met. I really mean that. It was, the, it was like the most fun that I certainly had this year because they've tried to, well, I don't abide by the lockdowns, but like, but I met happy, decent people who, by the way, were not, first off, they weren't right-wing extremists. Most of them were Democrats who, in California, had just been mugged by reality, and suddenly they were like, you know what, I kind of do like America. Let's see what's going on out there. <laughs> and radicals, real yeah, radicals. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so, I mean, I think everyone in the audience is, is very familiar with kind of your evolution and your story, Dave. Um, would you say, like, I, it's hard for me to watch the Republicans fighting outwardly in public, because I feel like one of the reasons that the Democrats historically had been so successful is that any sort of conflict, in-party conflict, they do behind closed doors. Clinton murders everyone behind closed doors. That's <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, yeah. that's how the conflict yeah. works They out. die in jail. Right, you know? yeah. right. Um, but I'm, now, I think maybe you could make the argument that that's changing with the squad and AOC being so outspoken, not caring who she pisses off. But historically speaking, yeah. I think it's it's much easier to get your platform uh, across when you're at least cohesive in public. Yeah. And the GOP seems to be losing sight of that. What I mean, do, well, what are your yeah, again, as the new guy to this, it's interesting because I yeah. like the people who are fighting for the things mm -hmm. that I believe in. I mm -hmm. like people who do things, not just say things. So it's it seems pretty obvious to me that anyone that you would put out there as sort of like the future of the party, say Ron DeSantis, who's right. by far the best politician yeah. we have in America, and it's because he's not saying I can do everything for you. He's saying you have to do some stuff for yourself, and I'm trying to get the government out of the way. It's like that's the messaging that they just need to keep going more and more to yeah. and not like because the point is Liz Cheney what's the policy that Liz Cheney is for that is going to do anything they like her because she's nothing and she's attacking her own you know her own <laughs> side which isn't even really her side right. but she will get an MSNBC gig out of this I mean figure out where she will be in two years and it will be on MSNBC quote me on this put it on a what is it an NFT what yes. is it? What are those oh, things? Yeah. <laughs> Put it on an NFT. Dave Rubin said it now. She will have, well, it'll either be a CNN or MSNBC gig. That's where she's going with this. And what will she do on that channel? She will bash, bash Republicans, Republicans all day as the good Republican. Here's the good Republican bashing. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah, John. They make a lot of money doing that. And then they also are able to elevate their own self-image, like this idea of I'm a respectable statesman. I have <laughs> principles. I've never accomplished anything, but at least I, I lose with grace. And it's like, Politics is about winning and losing, and you guys suck. Like, you all lose. Can you imagine, this is something I talk about on my channel, like, if we were actually moving in, in a right direction, how cool it would be, like, two-day Amazon Prime shipping with, like, AR-15s and everything. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the society we could have, but we're losing ground on everything so spectacularly that now we're on the back foot de defending issues like gender identity. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty maddening when you think about it. Uh, all right, but before we go to break, I want to really quickly bring up um, a story that uh, you're not going to see on CNN or MSN. 
MSNBC, I think, which is what's going on in Arizona. So we've talked about the um, the uh, recount that they were having in Arizona, uh, specifically Maricopa County, and the Arizona State Senate President Karen Fan uh, requested a meeting to clear up alleged disparities discovered during this uh, audit. So she says that an entire database in the election management system has been deleted, um, which is apparently covered by the Senate's subpoena. Now, it just it just continues to get more chaotic in this story. So um, then the person, uh, the chair of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors wrote back and responded and said, uh, actually, that's not true. And I demand that you retract this information. So, um, by the way, this is in addition to the DOJ sending a letter to Arizona saying um, we, you need to stop your recount because it's illegal. Uh, could this be any more chaotic? I just want to say Joe Biden is the greatest American <laughs> in the history of the world and that Susan Wojcicki from mm -hmm. YouTube is the second greatest. Yeah. And these are our overlords and whatever they say we should do. We should definitely and we, do. It is by the grace of these good people that we are allowed to be here on the YouTube. It's a great point. And we want to thank them. <laughs> and if we can send them gifts or massage them, they're yes. wonderful, truth-telling people who should never be questioned for our own good. And that, to that point, point yeah. when I go to the public library to find books on why the world's on fire and I see drag queens reading to children, I can only think I'm so glad yeah. that Joe Biden is there with his aviators and a soft serve ice cream to tell me that it's all going to be okay. <laughs> These are really great points and they were really, really, um, really good reasons that they, they, we just needed to make sure that the election was fortified properly. Yes. Um, and that was not, that's, what Time Magazine told me. So, just saying. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So, um, are you, Dave, Dave, do you do, do you Oh, do I'm on the Built Bar, but every time I say it, people think I'm saying Bill, Bill Bar. Bar. right? I get and that I too. You know, you can't eat Bill Bar. No, I mean, you wouldn't want to try. There's enough to go around. <laughs> you would not want to try. Um, so, Built Bar, we, I feel like we've, there's like this cult following now that we've created. I call yeah. it a food cult, and like I'm down with that kind of cream. cult. Cookies, okay, have you tried the white chocolate cookies and cream? Don't think so. So good. Oh, gotta um, dig into that box. Yes. So they just were doing a, I think it was like a Cinco de Mayo special where they had a sweet heat or sweet fire um, and it's chocolate with a little bit of jalapeno and I ordered it and I saw it at my front door as I was pulling out to leave for the studio and now I can't wait to go home and try it because they're also delicious. For those of you who have not tried Built Bar yet, it is a protein bar, but it doesn't taste like cardboard, which is great because that's what most protein bars taste like. It's high in protein and fiber, it's low in calories and carbs, but it tastes like you're eating a candy bar. So you feel like you're cheating, but you're not actually cheating and it's not gonna expand your waistline, all right? So if you have not yet tried it, you have to. They've got a ton of flavors. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. You gotta go to Built Bar, B-U-I-L-T bar.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You will save 15% on your order. It is News 15 over at Built Bar. That is B-U-I-L-T, not Bill Bar, BuiltBar.com. <laughs> a growing number of GOP-led states are planning to end supplemental unemployment benefits that are designed, of course, to help out-of-work Americans uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic. There are 17 states now. Um, I'm not going to list all of them, but uh, Arizona, Georgia, um, Mississippi, North Dakota, Tennessee, South Dakota. Um, I, I, it's weird. I don't 
see Texas on here, so I'm wondering where Governor Abbott is on that one. I guess we'll continue to uh, wait for that announcement after, oh, I don't know, um, half of the states decide that they want to do it. Um, <clears throat> Prather2022.com. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they have uh, they've decided that they're going to end these unemployment benefits. I feel like this should not be controversial, but it's going to be controversial. Well, of course it'll be controversial, but they kind of have to do right. it. You know, right. I had a guy by the name of Andrew Gruel, who's a chef. In, oh, I love oh, him. Oh, you know, you know I'm okay. So Actually, I, I love, hate him because I, oh, I look food, at his pictures those, that he posts oof. of the food and I'm like, I hate you. I, I was at so his bad. restaurant. So he's the owner of Slapfish Restaurant Group. And I went to Slapfish. It's in Orange County. And the food's incredible, by yeah, the way. It like, looks uh, best fish sandwich I've ever had in my life. Like, just amazing. But he, I had him on my show, and one of the things we talked about is that this is a guy who pays his employees well. I mean, he's paying short order cooks and, and you know, people like that, like sometimes like around 20 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. Over, that's wow. more than even Bernie Sanders would wow. want to pay them, right? <laughs> so this guy pays his people well, and I know him. He treats his people incredibly well. He's having trouble hiring people now because wow. people are like, wait a minute, why would I work for X amount of hours to make 1500 a week when I can do absolutely nothing and play Call of Duty? Is that what the kids are playing now? They, uh, you know, like Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh, yes, the Fortnite. Uh, why would they, if they can play Fortnite and get a thousand bucks? Right. And it will never stop. And when we talked before about how they've broken people, this is how they do it. They break people and next thing you know, three years have gone by and all you've done is Uber Eats and all your food and now you're fat more susceptible to disease and you've mm -hmm. played video games all day and you don't work you have no sense of purpose and then they'll tell us that they got to lock us in again because you know the the climate's changing or because AOC has whatever her latest problem is right and and that's the problem that we the more you keep we know handouts don't work I mean that's that's really what it's all about handouts don't work affirmative action doesn't work putting people on the system, they never get off the system. If they did, then the system wouldn't be so broken. Right. And nobody's arguing that the system works. Even they don't argue the system works, right? I mean, yeah. that's the funny part. Yeah, well, yeah, because they keep wanting to expand it. Yeah. If it worked, then if we it wouldn't works. have to keep expanding it. Right. Uh, Before John. I moved down here, back when I was in Michigan last summer, my friends, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. All were, right, you don't have to brag. The point being, <laughs> they, they, were, Fortnite, those they were taking, yeah, we do a little Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, they were taking the stimulus money and this, like, these handouts and they were quitting their jobs and buying car stereos <laughs> and Jeez. drugs. And we went to a grad party. This kid just graduated high school. He had a bank balance of $10,000 as an 18-year-old from like government money, which is like when you're 18, it's like, wow, it's a lot of money. So yeah. he stopped working for the whole summer. He just had like a great time using taxpayer dollars to subsidize his, his antics. It's like insane. That's crazy. Um, I was. I just went back and read. Um, there was a former KGB operative who was talking about the four uh, sort of things that you would need to lay out if you wanted to collapse a free society. Is that Yuri? Yuri uh, yes, Bezmenov. Yes, yes yeah. thank yeah. you. I, his his yeah. last name was escaping me. Yeah. Um, but uh, so it's what demoralization, destabilization, uh, crisis, and then normalization. And you can't help but look at like. Everything that's going on, their usage of, you know, if you're fully vaccinated, you get to enjoy these privileges to, uh, by the way, we want to give you unemployment benefits forever. Like, you can't stop looking at that and, and you go, okay, so we're at the normalization phase. So now's the time, guys. If you guys want to stand up and say we're not going to succumb to this, I think now's the time because we're going to run out because we are clearly on step four. Look, if you were China or Russia or somebody that doesn't like the United States, you would love what we're doing to ourselves. We are not going to collapse because you know, an army from the south b broke through and took us out, right? Like Game of Thrones. 
what we will collapse by is our own crap. We will destroy the dollar because they don't, they don't believe it has any meaning, that you can just print money endlessly, you can do whatever programs you want, nothing ever has to work. We are not governed by ru uh, laws, we're governed by rules. I mean, that's what Biden, you were referencing mm -hmm. that before, Biden said, well, this is the rule now. He's not a king, you don't get to say what rules are. You know. Also, he has dementia. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to what a dementia patient tells me to put on my face. So, But yes, we are in the normalization phase where it's like everything is so idiotic and they're normalizing idiocy so we're basically an idiocracy mm, yeah john they're like we're committing suicide as a country which is what's so sad like dave said we can never be invaded like the geography of our country is great we have this great land the diversity of the topography and the geography like they could never invade us they'd have to cross oceans but it's like what are we doing to mm. now where vladimir putin is challenging joe biden to like a live debate it's like they're just laughing at us as opposed to when trump was in office and he was challenging these people and demanding respect then the media told us you're actually uh not representing us well we're the laughing stock of the world because some soft leaders in europe think that your rhetoric is off-putting so so what do we do because i like uh, <laughs> you just made fun of me for being the youngest guy here <laughs> and asking me what to do i don't know what to do well where i was going with that was i feel like we, stop participating in the lie how about that that and i think the left has done a really great job of sort of you know bringing up this whole army of activists and we don't I don't really see that on the right very much. Now, I know that there's a good excuse for it because we're busy like uh, yeah. running businesses and going to work and feeding our families and you know all of these values that we hold so dear we're out living out. But meanwhile, they're building this, you know, radicalized force of activists to reckon with. So, uh, what like do we need to go out and be activists too? No, because then it would destroy everything that we believe in, which is that the government is not the answer. So I don't want a generation of activists. Mm -hmm. Like that's just, it's, it's counter, it's too counter to what freedom really is, I think. But we have to make sure, I mean, look, at the end of the day, the states seemingly are gonna break up. It's happening. Like it really, I live in LA right now. It feels like a different country when I come to Dallas. And in effect, it is. Like we're maybe becoming more of like a European federation or something than, than the United States, which by the way, that's kind of what the founders wanted. I, I suspect if the founders were back right now, they'd be shocked and like couldn't believe the, the just the endless stupidity but at some level they'd kind of be like so let me get this straight florida and california are doing things very differently well that is kind of what we wanted here mm -hmm. and as long as they're not bombing each other then it's okay now we might get to the point of bombing each other if i was desantis or if i was just a regular person that lives in sarasota i'd be like yes let's arm the national guard to the teeth and let's build a wall right. because th they will not stop encroaching but the idea that the states are doing very different things and it's working clearly here in texas and it's working or less so in texas but not as much as florida but it's basically working here in texas right. That's good, and let the, I mean, I hate to say it, I mean, I truly hate to say it, I grew up in New York and I live in California, but let them crumble, let mm. them crumble. So, let them crumble, Are you, you're, you're gonna get out in time, right? Well, I won't be the last guy in Dodge, <laughs> you know what I mean? I might be the second to last guy, I'm trying to wrap up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I, I have businesses and there's some, you know, I had to move a lot of people, it's like a lot of stuff to do at once, but I, I will not be the last guy in Dodge. Yeah, John, last word. It's interesting to see where we are now as people on the right versus where the left was in like the 1920s, for example, because we used to fire people from universities for being communists, like in the 1940s, for mm -hmm. example. And I remember hearing those names who were like purged from academia, who then I was taught about in high school 60 years later. So 
conservatives biologically we have what's referred to as like a higher time preference so we tend to think of things in the longer term as far as like I want to start businesses and build a family leftists are more impulsive mm -hmm. so they're willing to mob the streets and do whatever and the problem is that pressure is what has allowed them over the last 80 years to slowly take over all the institutions and so for conservatives to take those back we would have to kind of abdicate that and be like okay maybe I can go and be a professor and deal with that consequence maybe getting fired maybe being ostracized by the faculty but eventually over time we could take things back and then we'd have a better chance of taking the country back as a whole Yes. That ain't that ain't happening. <laughs> I mean, it's just not like I would say build new institutions, but okay. like Harvard ain't coming back. These things are so rotten. And just the amount of money that is run through. I mean, Harvard, we know this. Harvard literally discriminates against Asian people. Yeah. That is not just a discrimination against Asian people. It's a discrimination against every liberal principle in the right sense of liberalism. It's a discrimination against the Constitution of the United States. Let it crumble. I don't, you know, I know a lot of people in my old circles would be like, oh, you can't let Harvard crumble. We need Harvard. Why? 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 I can find some other places to go. Yeah. I'm not even saying you have to go to college. Right. How about don't go to college, let your parents, whatever money they maybe were going to give you for college, how about you put that for a down payment of a house? And I then you figure out that. what that social, you know, I know, I think there's a social need for college of like, you know, between living with your parents and, right. and being married or something. But like, we can figure that out. But like, imagine that if you could, your parents could be like, and here's 50 grand to go get out there instead of so you can learn that you know, your genitals are not attached to you or whatever they're, yeah. whatever it is they're teaching. Well, it's interesting because um, I'm, you know, we're, we were looking a couple years ago at uh, a college, you know, savings plan for the kids. And it's like, I don't really, I'm not convinced that in, you know, 10 years or 12 years from now that college is going to be yeah. a thing that everyone goes to. So I don't know that I like, let's look at other savings accounts, but I just feel like there's no way that that system can continue to be sustained at the rate that they're going, as expensive as it is. And then you get out of school and all you've learned is that there is, you know, everyone is gender fluid. Lesbian dance theory is not that applicable to getting a job. <laughs> so who would have thought? Unless you work at a lesbian, you know, ballerina company. Who would have thought? And until more of them open, yeah. you're not going to be able to find a job because they're already taken. Right, because they're so. mostly mom and pop shops anyway, <laughs> right. and they're exactly. all closed. So, yeah, exactly. It's tough. It's tough. That's uh, charming, though. They have yet to be corporatized. <laughs> no, it is nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor. Okay, this is Kitty Pool Club. That is K-I-T-T-Y. If you are a cat person, um, like myself, I know I sit at a table with, I know you're not a cat person. No, 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 you're no. A dog no person. offense to cat people. No. They're people and too. You're, I don't know if you're a cat person, but the worst part about owning a cat is the fact that you got to clean the box and then you got every once in a while, you got to like scrub it out and all that. It's gross. All right. I'm the first one to tell you. It's gross. You don't want to do that. Do Kitty Poo Club. So what they do is they're going to send you a recyclable a recyclable box every month. Uh, it's affordable. It's high quality, and it's going to be pre-filled with the litter of your choice. They are leak-proof. They are eco-friendly, and you just recycle the box at the end of the month, and then they're going to automatically deliver you a new one, so you don't have to change the used litter out, dump all of it out, clean, scrub the box. Don't do that to yourself. It's gross. All right. Go to Kitty Poo Club right now. They are offering you 20% off of your first order and a free dome, free scoop, and free shipping when you set up auto ship. You got to go to Kitty Poo Club. That is K-I-T-T-Y. Not not kids. All right. Not K-I-D-D. No. Kitty Poo Club. Can the kids poop in there too? I mean, I guess they could. You got the scoop and you got the dome. Yeah. So... You know what? You guys should check it out and see if it works for the kids as well. Go to kittypooclub.com slash why. That is kittypooclub.com slash why. 
House Homeland Security Chairman uh, Benny Thompson and Representative John Katko have come to an agreement on the construction of a bipartisan commission to look into the events surrounding the Capitol on January 6th. So they've got a commission uh, that it will be made up of 10 members who are going to be appointed in various ways. Um, one person is going to be appointed jointly by the Speaker of the House and the Senate Majority Leader to serve as the chairperson. And I just feel like we're going to be stuck in Groundhog's Day forever and ever and ever as we replay this out. Um, so it'll be interesting because this is bipartisan, which that has yet to be determined what exactly that will mean. But I just wish that they had the same energy when we were looking into all of the rioting and burning down businesses last summer and all of like, I just wish like we need that same energy when we're looking at people disrupting private property um, rather than people who, you know, I think probably got taken out of context and like we're taking pictures at the Capitol. You mean I just, we don't think I'm, we should spend the rest of our lives and all of our resources researching the five the five hour event where people were taking selfies and yeah. nobody Smoking not one person yeah. brought a gun not right. one person brought a gun and the only person who got shot was a former mel member of our military who was shot by a, a police officer but we don't mm -hmm. care about that kind right. of shooting and it was if it was an insurrection it was literally out of bananas the Woody Allen movie because they did not plan for like yes they were going to have an insurrection with no weapons right. and no plan to do anything the party with all the weapons by the way yeah yeah, like, yeah i'm pretty sure if that was their plan they that that was they, what they would have intended they would have brought it and they were also let in i mean right. we've all seen the videos and now they've even done some uh, research on this where they've seen we've seen the orders they moved barricades to let everyone walk in they walked in peacefully let's try it the other way imagine if Antifa was out there with the BLM people imagine if they were allowed to walk in to the Capitol do you know what that place would look like well it would have been burned to the ground yeah. quite literally these it doesn't defend people who did things that are illegal but the idea that we're focusing on this has nothing to do with nothing other than keeping keeping the eye on all of those bad Trump people which really is just basically half the country at this point. There's yeah. no purpose of this other than nonsense. They even did that in, uh, I think, Oklahoma. They stormed the state capitol and they went in, the Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters, and like that didn't even make national news, maybe local at best. That's well, they right. take over federal courthouses in Portland yep, every yeah. week. Yep. Every week, burning it, literally burning it down and like locking people in there, but yep. we don't talk about well, that. Well, and their argument, the government's argument is, well, they do that at night. Oh, when right, they, know ev they know everyone's yeah, at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't count as insurrection. It doesn't count as a, you know, uh, going on the government's property and, and trying to storm the Capitol when it's at night. Yeah. Which is just amazing, amazing uh, declaration from the government. <laughs> AOC is not there to feel uncomfortable, so it's, it's different that yeah. time. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah, I ju it's just frustrating because um, I feel like when you give in to creating a, quote, bipartisan commission on this, you're letting the Democrats, letting the left run with the assertion that this was as you mentioned, the threat to democracy, white supremacists, and all of these lies, all of this narrative that they've been pushing, uh, that's just kind of giving into it, isn't it? They're even referring yeah. to it as 1-6, like 9-11. Yeah. And really? people are saying, like, this is the most terrified I've ever been as an American since 9-11. Like, that, they're literally, yeah, they're referring well, to what it did as... Well, what did uh, Joe Biden say at the State of the Union, or when he finally spoke to Congress? Didn't he say it was the worst attack on yes. American democracy? Since like, I mean, yeah. I know he has dementia, but, like, he should remember 9-11. That yeah. seems like it's one, because it's usually short-term memory. He should remember the one from 20 years ago. I was <laughs> in New York City during 9-11. Like, the, what happened uh, at 
the Capitol has nothing. Th these things are not to be compared at any level whatsoever. Yeah. Ugh. All right. We got to take a break. Back in a minute. All right, don't forget, uh, you're watching this right now, right? On YouTube or Facebook or Blaze TV, wherever you're watching it, you gotta go to wherever you get your audio podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. It will help more people able to find the show. And by the way, uh, we're feeding your ego over here at the News and Why It Matters. If you write us a review, we might read it on air, like the one today from Kit Kat Sticks, who says, I listen to this podcast every day and love the discussions. I listen to Daily Wire too, but this one is more fun and relaxed. Sarah is great and she knows how to have meaningful discussions with each guest of the show. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the news in a way that keeps me from pulling my hair out. Uh, thank you also for keeping it. Keeping it real, probably? Probably. I, but it's cut off there, so <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm Kit Kat Sticks, uh, by the way. And I meant to tell you all that in person. Did you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, you <laughs> Appreciate go. it. I like the subtle, like, hey, you guys are better than Daily Wire. Because <laughs> we're all friends. Like, we've done shows with them before. So that's very, very kind. Uh, let's see. We've got one more. I look forward to this podcast every day. I have a tendency to withdraw from society and get lost in my own world. The News and Why It Matters is the best way for me to stay up to date on what's happening in the world while also being thoroughly entertained. I don't know what I do without y'all. Keep up the good work. This one is cut off as well. But thank you to Gypsy Soul. That one was from Dip Gypsy Soul. Also, don't forget, all right, you gotta go to Heck Off Kami, which True. is John's YouTube channel. Also, The Rubin Report, of course, the one and only Dave Rubin. Thanks both of you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.